This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sky Blues Extra. Hello, everybody, and welcome along to another Sky Blues Extra podcast brought to you by Dylan's Brewery and the Sky Blue Tavern. Dean back in charge of the buttons this week. And alongside me, well, I'm delighted to say, after a lengthy rock, paper, scissors battle <laughs> between the two Rosses to see who would feature this week, it's the man who doesn't shut up, Ross Spence, who's come out on top. How are you, fella? Yes, mate. All good on the uh, Rambler Ross. I think you should start rambling to call me Ross, now, mate. Yeah, I think uh, I think what you should do for this pod, mate, is I'll just mute myself and you just talk to yourself for the whole time. Well, and then it might I am a little a bit worried happy. because it's been a while, so you've probably got a lot to get off your chest. No, to, to be honest, mate, I've, I'm actually okay, and I think. I think Ross Cooper's a little bit gutted that he lost at Rock Papers. I think he had a bit of an OS sulk, you know, and he just kind of marched off a little bit like, oh, he's on a good reign of form at the minute. Everyone's on his side. And then I've just come in a bit like Hadji and, and just took the uh, took the rock and did it a bit sort of subdued, mate. So, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> hopefully me and Ross can make amends. There wasn't much emotion, I thought, when the, the winner of the Rock Paper Scissors got the penalty think, you know think, if it was me think, i'd be like smiling and rubbing his yeah. head and stuff you know take the piss a yeah bit more. I, I think it was more the fact they were both once it had happened i think Hadji was kind of thinking right i've actually got to go and put this away now because we are losing the game one nil and if he'd, if, if he'd have missed i think it could have been one of those days for us but as soon as it hit the net it was almost like that sheer relief wasn't it of, right we're back to square one now and now we can really turn it up a notch and see what we can do and luckily we did so I wouldn't like the fact that Robbins is after me. I can, you know, I can, <laughs> I know, ima- yeah, I can imagine like tomorrow it traded. Yeah. Just like you'd be hiding away in the corner. He's either bought it up after the game or he's left it today and he's going to speak to him about it tomorrow, isn't he? Because he, uh, I listened to it on Sky Sports when I got back in and he said, he said, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> so... I can, uh, yeah, I can imagine the group chat's probably popping off right now. Yeah, definitely. They're all saying, keep your, head, oh. keep your head down, lads. They're definitely having banter about it because he scored, but it's one of them where luckily we've put it in the net and it probably, I doubt we're going to see a game of rock, paper, scissors on a Coventry football pitch ever again after today. So you think so? I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm actually like, I, I like, I like the confusion, confidence isn't of, it? I like the confidence of the lads. I, you know, let's, yeah. let's do it more often. Like let's do yeah. it for a goal kick. Who's going to take this goal kick? <laughs> Collins, Thomas, <laughs> Latty. Exactly. Who, who knows? There's loads of stuff you can do. Um, yeah, we'll but yeah, start. that's, Start getting a game of rock, paper, scissors, even throw-ins, mate. Let's you know, not put it, just... put it in the bin Yeah, too hastily. Not com- not completely. <laughs> it's worked today. Let's see if it works elsewhere. <laughs> um, action-packed show this week. We've got two games, obviously, to look back on, as well as a quick look ahead to Plymouth. I'm also absolutely delighted after it going really well the first week. The feature that's taken the world by storm, Ross, Coventry or Coventry, is back. I know, I mate. Bet, I couldn't... Uh, it's... You bet you're buzzing. I know, mate. We're, we're 
we're, we're on, we are one of those fan bases that we get very fixated by things, don't we? You notice that it's very yeah. like once something kind of hits with us, we're very like it's constant. Like you know, for example, in the summer with the whole transfers and tracking flights, like that's something that now every transfer that seems to ever be linked with Cov, you just know like come the summer next year, it'll be happening again, and people will do it. One of those, one of those fan bases, aren't we? Once we get onto something, we're very like clingy onto it. The same as some of our players, I think, as well. I think we. I wouldn't necessarily them... say this feature is doing the same as that at the moment. <laughs> you know, give it time, yeah. though, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a bit of time. Let, first, let it bed in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let it bed in and have its time, and then we'll then we'll come back to it another oh, time. God, <laughs> uh, let's look uh, back at the the Sheffield Wednesday game. Um, it feels like the forty fifth time or so we've played Sheffield yeah. Wednesday this season. Uh, obviously, this time in the in the cut replay Tuesday night, a uh, big win, Ross, big big win, and now the opportunity to go on a bit more of a cup run. You know what lies ahead of us in in Maidstone. Yeah, in a couple of weeks, the potential there now, you know, is massive. You know, we could feasibly be the only championship team left in the competition if we get through that that tie with with Maidstone. Yes, mate, we could be quarter finalists of the FA Cup. You know, we could in a if we we win our obviously next two in the league and we then get to that game and win that, we could be in the playoff places come sort of mid to end February and in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Now, if you'd have looked back at what. September time, October, when it was all, we've got a team full of YouTubers and all this kind of stuff that we were we were hearing throughout sort of that period of time. It was, if you'd have told us that we'd have been in this position back then, I think a lot of people would have said you deluded, wouldn't they? So to potentially be sat where we could be in a position of being in the playoffs and in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, mate, is pretty, pretty special, really. I know we've obviously spent a little bit of money and stuff this year, but we're not as... Uh, David Wagner and I'll quote: "We're not the sexiest of football clubs, are we?" So, in terms of your uh, your leads and people who are up there, that people would expect to probably get to that latter round. Because I think Sheffield United did last year, didn't they? I'm sure yeah. when they were, yeah, they did. They, they did well. Yeah. It, they got to the semis, didn't but they? It, they but it allows you to build confidence to take that into the league as oh, well. Massively. I think people overlooked that massively. Like massively. we've we've gone on a huge run over the past two months or so. Big as time. part of that, you know, were cup games. And that's a continuation of the good form yeah. we've shown. It just shows it breeds confidence. I think Clive yeah. says this quite a bit, Anogi on, on CWR, is that good cut runs can mean a lot, not just to, yeah, you know, to the to the players, but to the club as well. You look at yeah. the, the prize money. The prize money, it's a, it's a huge money spinner for the club. You know, Imagine if we, if we get another put, day out of Wembley, we got another day out. We, we'd, we'd we could fill be free, that out. We could be there three times this year. I'm not sure <laughs> the, bank, the bank account's going to enjoy yeah, that. But you know, I know what I mean? yeah, it, it would. But like you said, if we got there three times, even twice, you know, even if we got to the semi final and then got to the playoff final, could you imagine? Could you imagine that we are we are pretty much the other team in Sky Blue, along with Man City <laughs> at that point, who are the frequent contenders of Wembley, aren't we? We seem to we we do that. We would literally have. I think I worked it out. We'd have been there about five times in Robin's seven years or six times. I think it is something like that, which is astonishing, isn't it? Really, it's like a second think... home home pitch. Yeah. I mean, we've moaned in the past for you know being taken out of the city, but you know. We shouldn't be moaning if we take out the city to play at Wembley. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like we are talking sort of dreamland stuff here if we can get to that stage. But we have got a job to do, and like everyone keeps saying, you've got to pay Maidstone respect. They're in. Yeah. They're in the hat for a, for a reason. They they did Ipswich. Whether people say, well, Ipswich hit the bar three million times in that game and just couldn't score a goal. That's the look, and the, that's what people love the FA Cup for is for those type of moments. And they took their moment, and they are a hundred percent going to be coming to us wanting to make an even better and even bigger, sorry, moment than they did in the last round, which is getting to a quarter final of someone of their of their stature. And for the, like you said, the payment for us, we talk about, could you imagine the payment for them for as them, a football yeah. club as getting to that stage? So keeps them, they keeps are gonna... them alive, basically, oh. for, for a number of years. The and, definite... you know, you've just mentioned about the Ipswich, you know, depending on how many shots and stuff, makes a mockery of the stat I absolutely oh. hate, expected goals. It yeah, means million percent. fuck all, really. Yeah, pretty you much. Sit... You can expect everything in life, 
but it's what you do, right? If I expected to win the lottery every time I'd put it on, I'd have won billions by exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> I expect to, to date Margot Robbie one day. Doesn't mean that's going to happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, now you are clutching, Dean. Now you are clutching, mate. <laughs> hey, David Wagner said, weren't very sexy football. Never said anything about the people who support yeah, he never the club, said. He right? never said that we weren't sexy in Coventry. Yeah, he just yeah. said the club as a whole isn't exactly. sexy. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, that's, you know... A real confidence boost for me. That really. was a, that was a proper big big one to the ego for you, there, mate, <laughs> weren't it? <laughs> uh, let's look back at, at the game. Couple of opportunities, obviously, during the game. Um, very bitty though, wasn't it? That first half, and I think from a Cov perspective, I think we just gave them too much room to to try play. Gave them way way too many opportunities, and you know it got them back into the game very quickly after taking the lead. Yeah, well, as as people like to rightly point out about me, I'm not one to shy away on my opinions and, and talking. So you can only imagine when I'm sort of sat. As, as you say people. on Twitter, you know, as yeah. you said on Twitter. Yeah. You know, as, as, Sky Blue Pete yeah, alluded you know, to that. As, yeah, you know, and apparently from what I what it got referenced to, it must be that I only take it from Twitter. I must not say these things in person, mates. You know, I'm a bit of one of them. You take your media. opinions from elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere, just yeah. kind of just get them and drag them on. Copy and paste job, mate. That's what my Twitter is, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I said it and I've said it numerous times this season. We don't play badly. If you ever watch us play, people will go, oh, I'm, you know, the old typical Cov fans. They're getting up out their seats and our oh, Hadji's this and blah, blah, blah. We don't ever play badly. We just start really passively and slow. It's just not quick enough. Like you'll watch us and you'll think come on, like, where's the where's the urgency in the passing? You know, that extra, instead of looking to then turn back, say, getting on the half turn and then pe- playing a forward pass into your number 10 or out wide, it's that extra, oh, we'll turn and pass it backwards. And then before you know it, it's back with Brad Collins, the other team are pressing us, and then and we're in trouble again. again. Yeah. yeah, and that 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 seems to be what we do as a, as a team at times. It's never that we play horrifically and we look bad. We're just basically with the own skepticals of our own downfall, so to speak, with in terms of we just let teams come at us by how we play. But once we turn it up that notch, you can see what a good football team we are. And we've done it to so many teams in this period. And well, we have the ability just to, to blow teams away, right? Yeah. I mean, that eight minutes in the second half showed it. it. We showed it at QPR early in the season, uh, Millwall as well, oh, away yeah. from home. Um, we just have that ability to to switch it on at one point, and one brings two, and two brings three. We sometimes. are. A, I actually said we're now. We've gone from being a team that the master of late goals to the master of quick turnaround goals. So once we get one, we score one. Another two or three minutes later, it on changes the mood completely. Yeah. Yeah, massively. And we're like a momentum team. As soon as we get that one, it's like, boom, right, we just come to life. The crowd come to life and the players are like, right, another one now. It's just that, like you said, you can tell you've got a good team when you start to do stuff like that. And I'm sorry, mate, they were absolutely dreadful. I mean, I know they put out academy players, but they are, in my words, absolutely honking. Like I just watched them and I just thought in the first half, how are we allowing them to get into this game? I watched them on Friday night versus Birmingham and I thought... This is, I mean, if it's, Birmingham it's, could score, it would have been about four 0 before they'd even score yeah, a goal. <laughs> it was, it was so. It was honestly that was one of the worst games of uh, football I've seen this season. Oh, and, mate, and they, they come horrific. out and they come out on top, which shows yeah. you how bad Birmingham are as well. So you know, they are they are a really really bad side. And and I think had you write comments, you know, um, pre match comments going into the the game today against Millwall, uh, really says a lot. You know, teams struggle to focus on us because we don't have a single focal point going forward. Yeah, whereas we like, used to have that, didn't we, last yeah, season? Yeah, it was always to Jokeres, right? Hamer, Hamer, this year, it's, it's very difficult to deal with. And I think you saw in this game, Palmer and O'Hare sort of took it to the next level. They just didn't yeah, know was... who to mark. Oh, it was and that, when, that... when one was marked, the other one was free and the ball was going to them. And that was where we were causing them issues. That, that, eight, got... minute, that eight minute spell, mate, was just ridiculous. Like, yeah. It was literally like... It was it was the equivalent of watching a top championship team to almost like a League Two team. Just like the way the passing was so crisp and so 
everything was with intent and you knew, like even to then Hadji's fourth goal when it was just pass, 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 Eccles, one to two with De Silva. De Silva ran at his man, little jinx, absolutely beautiful ball into the box by him. And then Hadji's beat his man and got that lovely proper first header. That's that he incredibly simple, for us. Ross, as well. If you look yeah. at it, look at how the goal is built and how we score, it's incredibly simple. It's but just it's what effective. we're talking about, wasn't it? In terms it's just of just being intent. effective. Yeah, it was the intent with the passing, which we didn't yeah. have in the first half. We just I say we go from gear one to gear two and to gear three. And once we go into those higher gears and we pick up the pace, we are a hard team to play against in this division. And you listen to managers that say they don't just call us a good team for no reason. People don't just come out and go, oh, you know, they're, they're a good team with good players just for the sake of it. They're saying it because that's what we are. We are a good team with good players now. And we need to realise that they're not always, yes, they're not going to be like Leicester and people who play consistently good every week, but we've got to stick behind them in the moments that they're not playing as well. Because once we do get behind them, they can turn it up that notch. Look what they're capable of. We blew a team away within the space of about eight minutes of football. Like you're not a, you're not a good team. If you can't do something like that, in my opinion, you know, and and we did it. I know obviously people go, oh, they've got academy players, blah, blah, but you can only beat what's in front of you. Yeah. And even so we've beat them numerous times. We've beat them twice already this season anyway. And we, we've been much better than them with their best players out. So for me, it didn't really make much difference. And it just showed the quality that we, we do have mate, to be honest. So I was, I was impressed with it overall, and especially in that second half as well. It was it was a good little confidence booster, I think, for us moving forwards as well. Uh, there was only one sort of down downbeat note, wasn't it, with with Jamie Allen and his injury? <laughs> uh, obviously, six weeks now with a couple of titanium plates in his cheek. Yeah, Sean just... Bernard with a horrifically late challenge. He knew what he was doing. It's it... pure shit house, and, he, and obviously I... he got angry, didn't he? Because they were losing the game. Yeah, and he threw his toys out the pram. Big time. It, it, That's I, I said to my dad at 4-1, when they started to make a few challenges, I said, they're going to injure one of our players today. I said, I can already see it with what they're doing on challenges and how they're being. I said, they're literally now at the point where 4-1 game over, could get to 5 or 6 so every time bang, just try and nail someone just for the sake of it. And I knew it was going to come. And I seen him elbow Allen in the face. I thought, hopefully it's not a serious. Hopefully he's just caught him and it's a bit like an hour. And then obviously after the game, you find that out, you see the footage. And I just think the EFL and the FA are so quick to ban Kitchen against you know what, them. Ross, keep it in the locker because as part of my Cov Outry, you might be yeah. talking about the EFL. So keep hold of that and then thoughts for now right it, yeah i'm gonna keep hold of them because you know what i'm gonna say but yeah it's just it's just so frustrating mate when something because we've already lost sheaf and now we've lost alan to something that we didn't need to lose alan for nothing happened like it wasn't that he turned and he's hurt his ankle or it's a 50 someone has literally just point bank come in and elbowed him for no reason so now we lose him for six weeks and people might go oh it's only six weeks but we're at the crucial stage of the season yeah, now it's the quantity 50, that we're losing in midfield 15, not the quality i don't care about left. the quality yeah. it's the quantity because well, we go so from many Jamie games, Allen right? to brad stretton now to potentially yeah. do you know what i mean that's the that's the I know obviously we'll probably play Latte in there before that, but we are now thinner than what we should be because of that injury. And it's from nothing, mate. And it's just so frustrating from our point of view. Because we've now gone, oh, we've got our full strength team back. So now you've got Sheaf out for probably six pushing on eight weeks, and then obviously Allen out for six weeks. So yeah, that was the only downer, mate. But there's nothing we can do. But yeah, we've got um the torpedo, should we call him, <laughs> who I yeah. am uh I saw him in his first game and I thought, interesting. And then he came on against Bristol City and I knew in that game, I turned around and I said, this guy is very, very tidy. The way he plays in spaces, gets on the half turn, knows where his teammates are, the way he actually talks. If you watch him on the pitch as well, he's a big communicator. And I don't know if many people have picked it up. For someone who's new in a team, the way he demands the ball and talks to his teammates around him, I think he's probably took Robbins and Vibash by surprise at how much he slotted in so quickly. But I think losing Sheaf and Allen will only actually probably Help benefit Torp yeah. in my yeah, mind because I don't think he'd have played as much if those two were fit. So You actually it, find that a lot with Scandinavian players that they take the game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. They try they try time. to like try to like not force it but like be forceful in their impact of of a, yeah. of a game. You see it quite a bit with Scandinavian players. It must just be some kind of oh. personality trait, really. But you're absolutely oh. right. The communication, 
and stuff is 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 so vital and you can see it 100 percent. i i've noticed he, it as well yes you're not alone he, in that. and he's got what 16 games maybe an fa cup run to and playoffs to so let's say 20 games 16 games, games an fa cup quarterfinal semi-final and final yeah and then plenty, plenty two, of games to come yeah and so he's playoffs. got all that time plus a pre-season by next season before we can actually really judge him as a footballer in terms of the length of time that he's been here. Because most of the players that we've we've sort of judged have been with us from, what, July, August, until we started to judge them mid-November, December time. So you're talking, and a lot of them had pre-season and stuff. So for me, the way he's slotted in and actually is playing, even though he probably will make the odd mistake and stuff, just think of how much better he's going to be next year once he's jowled in even more and had a pre-season. And I'll be honest, the thought things. of him and, and Ben Chief in midfield oh, is, 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 is getting me hard. I won't lie. It's getting me there. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly there. Right. Dean, There's not much Wagner to look at. Didn't, but... Wagner, didn't, <laughs> Wagner didn't call you sexy, mate. He said we're not sexy. <laughs> Would be sexy if you saw that, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> Right, let's um, let's let's end this Sheffield Wednesday chat with uh, a man of the match. Oh, this is actually quite a tricky one in that because there was some good players, but I'm I was stuck between two, and I'll mention them both. But I'm going to give it to Eccles because I thought Eccles was actually very good on uh, against Wednesday. I thought the way he commanded, he almost took command of the midfield a bit with Torp. I think now he knows Sheep isn't there. He knows he's got a good player next to him, but he knows the system a lot better at the minute than Torp does, so to speak, and knows how we we play. So he's almost thought, right, I've got to sort of take a bit of a command on this now and sort of stamp my role within the team. So I'm going to give it to Eccles, but I could have potentially give it to De Silva as well because I thought he started slowly but then he built into the game really. And then that cross for Hadji was just like, please put more balls in the box like that for yeah, us more often. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you clearly have quality, mate, because you can just get it out your foot with two touches and whip across in like that on someone's someone's head. And we and we're four one up. So I was torn between the two, but I just felt because Eccles did it for a longer period, I just think he probably deserved it a little bit more. But De Silva was a close, close second for me, definitely. Right, fresh in the memory. From only a couple of hours ago, Millwall <laughs> were in town the naughty boys. Actually, I'm surprised you're here. I thought I'd have to put up some bell money to uh to get you. To get yeah, you out, what, out what, Nick. I, what what I did today, mate, was I wore the stony, but what I did was I put the the big can of the goose puffer jacket. On, oh, you know, of course to, you've got you know, a goose. You know, you, of know, course. you know, to you know to cover the uh just to cover my traps a little bit, mate. I didn't really want I didn't really want them sussing out where I was, you know, sat in the block block twenty nine beyond the goal, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it gets a bit it gets a bit rowdy over there sometimes. You've got to be a bit careful. How uh, how bad was their turnout, by the way? I mean that was woeful. I, I said I said to someone next to me today, actually, I said, for, I know obviously it was a 12 o'clock on a Sunday and they've been shafted, et cetera. And it is a bit annoying because realistically, no one wanted to be up there at that time today. In reality, we'd have rather it been yesterday at three o'clock. So we could have had, uh, people could have done their plans around it and it'd been a normal time, but we'd have definitely still took a couple of thousand. Up oh yeah. hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and I think, I think they were lucky to probably have a thousand if, at that, I think it was 960 today? that I yeah, saw. Yeah, like that's still, still, still a poor attendance for them. But I, I know they're for not a well support. The... I know they're, they're still a well supported club. Depending on, yeah. regardless of sorry of where they are on the table, they are you know generally are, a, a supported club in in, in London. So yeah, yeah. and like you said, it is in, and London isn't far. Do you know what I mean? They could have got a train down. They could have done anything, really. It's not like they're restricted. It's not like they're coming from Plymouth, for example, or somewhere like that. You know, yeah. it's it's London's. A, you can get a train really from Cobb to London in about an hour. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's a it was a bit dire to be honest. I expected more of them to come, but it just shows obviously a lot of them couldn't really be asked considering where they are in. Much prefer league, to probably. watch it on Sky yeah, in the pub. Pretty obviously. much, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's only one change to the Sky Blues lineup from from Wednesday night, and that was in goal. Now, I can understand the sentiment in, you know, keeping the the nucleus of that side together after you know what was a good second half performance. But there was a couple of glaring omissions for me on the bench, and I struggle to see how we don't recall Thomas and Bidwell into that back line. I know De Silva had a good game. I'm not as comfortable with Latibodio in the back in a back four as I am in, if he was to play in a back five. So 
I was I was a little concerned looking at that. What what was your thoughts on on seeing that lineup today? I was surprised. I tweeted that I was surprised because when it came out, I did think that Thomas would be him. I thought he might go. I thought he might go Thomas and Latty. I didn't think Binks would play. I thought he'd take Binks out and I thought he'd play Latty and Thomas. Um, and then I thought he'd go Eccles Torp. And then I thought he'd bring in um, potentially rest one of Palmer or O'Hare. And I thought he'd, he'd bring um, Hadji on the left with Sims or Godden down the middle. So to have the exact same team bar the goalie was a bit of a surprise. But obviously we went with it. And I did kind of think like Millwall are a big team. I know they've got uh, Oberfemi up front who's quite small but they've got that bloke at the back is it Jake Cooper he's Cooper, an absolute yeah. well, monster especially at, especially at set pieces and it's, a, it's yeah. a critical part to the way Millwall play is to Massively. try and, you know bombard boxes yeah. basically as much as they can so yeah that was that, I was I was very concerned I, I said in the group chat didn't I that I was, yeah. I was had Mark Robbins got confused if it was Plymouth <laughs> today and Millwall on Wednesday yeah. uh, much with the personnel you'd, you'd switch it around for for those games, but yeah, defense for me recently, it's been a you know a cause of concern. Like I think we've been shipping silly, silly goals. Yeah, we have, and I feel like we need to find a little bit of consistency. You know, both in personnel and and performance there. And I think the non-negotiable in that for me would be, is that if the first four choice back line are available, you play them. Yeah, you know, good teams are built on solid foundations, and I understand obviously Kitchen is is still out. But replacing just one rather than replacing three players, that screams problems to me. Yeah, and it's. I, I, you look at teams over the over in history, regardless of how many games they play, the back four hardly ever changes. Yeah. I I agree, and to be honest with you, I said today I think that's probably now for the rest of the season the last time that I want to see the back four tinkered with as much as it was today I think we need to be pretty set in stone obviously right back is pretty much a guaranteed and you goalie with Milan and, and Collins but it has to be Kitchen and Thomas as, as the solid two I think you, you could clearly see in the second half Latty is so much better in that midfield position yeah. for us he's so dominant in there and good I unless it's a gonna... five he has to play any, yeah, somewhere he, else than the back. Than the back. Yeah, back if he if you can play him in in a five, or if you if you Milan gets injured, or you want to play be a bit more defensive at right back, potentially he can play there, and he does an okay he job. Do a job. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think centre back is probably the last position for Latty in our team, especially now we are a, a back four team. Um, Binks, I just think he's too raw at the moment. I think he's okay. He doesn't do much wrong. I just don't think for how he plays quick enough at the moment. I think, I think he's the last too... couple of games he's really struggled, and today yeah. he struggled as well. Um, he's a bit I think passive, when he, isn't he? Yeah, when he was in, when he was brought into the side in the when Kitchen was banned for three games, I think he did Swansea. a really, really good job. But then this time around, when he's deputised, he just really hasn't hit that same height. Yeah, and I thought today he he did show that there's there's plenty of flaws in his game. Definitely. He really struggles to play that killer pass, which is so important in the way we play. Yeah, and when I say killer pass, I don't mean like the big through ball to the to the striker. I mean the killer yeah. pass through through the lines, really. Yeah, which is. Tom, I mean Thomas Kitchen's very good at that. Kitchen's as well, good at it, and Thomas yeah. today to get us, you know, two yeah, one you ahead. Can see the ball how to O'Hare. Yeah, you can see the difference. Like Latty is good at it in midfield. I think he's not as good at it coming out from defence, but he also is quite good at playing those. I'd say Binks' passing is probably the worst out of the four that we've got in terms of it's not... it's If he was to do a, that pass that Thomas did, you'd probably say Thomas and Kitchen would do that seven, eight times out of ten and get it right. Binks, you're probably looking four at a push five. So over half of your attempts, which for how we play in the position we're in is, is, is not good enough. And you can see it's always the easy option with Binks as well. I've noticed that there's never any progressive look for a pass often it's always just into the midfield to either Eccles or Torp or across the back line to to Silver out on the left or Latty into the same next to him today it's always the safe option and when you play like that it just becomes too slow and yeah. easy for teams to juggle around you and get into positions and then eventually force you back so instead of coming this way you start to then gradually start to slide backwards because of the momentum of the other team and the positions that you're picking up and I, 
I so just I was really, think, like, I'm really surprised because when we saw highlight packages of Binks, he, he had this passer, cross, he? he had this cross field pass. Yeah, and maybe it's not the way we've sort of set the team up that he can't do that, but. I, I just, I just like, expected him to be a bit more crisper. With yeah, just in, a I little think. bit. But maybe, maybe he does have it, and he, he's basically told not not to show it, or you know, and play maybe a different it, way. Maybe I don't it does know. come. Maybe it does come down to he doesn't play that much as well. You know, there he's is not, that the confidence he's not a free, of yeah, being able to do that. Yeah, starter in the team. Like, I'm not hammering him. I think he he is someone that I would buy and sort of nurture into. Oh, 100 percent. I think, in the team I think he's got he can, some really good raw attributes that yeah need, that definitely need molding. Like you said, I just don't think this season he is a regular starter for where no, we want to be. Unfortunately, no. and that's what. We are at the stage now, like you said, where we do not want to be changing now. Once Kitchen is back after today, we want to be seeing Wednesday at Plymouth that same back four with Kitchen, Thomas, Milan, and either De Silva or Bidwell. Really, that's the only position that you could argue that you change, including Collins as well, to be honest, is the left back. You either play De Silva or Bidwell. That's the only position that I would ever go, oh, okay, I understand why. Robbins has done that. Bar that, I wouldn't want to see a change. I think Latty then only plays if you take out Eccles, for example, and play him next to Torp and vice versa, or potentially if Milan needs to come off and you put him at right back. But it's pretty nailed on in that area of the of the pitch for me, mate. And I think today clarified that for me, yourself and another Cov fans probably watching as well, that it it doesn't need to be changed and we need to keep it the same really moving forward for these last 15 games or so to get where we want to be. What do you, what do you think about Hadji's, Hadji's chance first half? I mean, he's got to score, hasn't he? He's like... Yeah, he does have to score, but I was so confused because where I sit in 29 behind the goal, when he hit it, it looked like he like hit a... it at the player, yeah. which then made it hit off the post. But then the everyone twice. was yeah, and then everyone was saying to me, "No, he he hit it. It hit the post, hit the player, and then hit the post yeah. again." So I was like, "Okay, if it's that, it's a bad miss." But if it was a case of that, it just hit the player. That is a little bit unlucky, but he does ultimately in that position have to just stick that in the net. I'll be honest, I was surprised Sakamoto didn't get a better strike on it than what he did because I thought the ball in from Milan was a really clever ball. It was, ball. Great, it was, it a, was really, a great move. Yeah, really great little low drive into the box. It had that end product that you're looking for. When it fell to taps, I just thought pretty much what he did against Goal. Bristol City yeah. where he's just going to yeah. strike it and we were going to go one nil up early on in the game, but it fell to Hadji and you thought this surely got to go in and somehow it didn't hit the back of the net. But... Mate, he is our Darwin New Nets, right 100 like he yeah. does some absolute batshit things during the game right yeah he does. this is tappings like this i would say <laughs> but any moment like you can you know he can just switch and change the game like yeah, dramatically i like him though i've always I like liked him as him. well i think i i think as well today until next season when we get another out and out winger on the left hand side like it's we do obvious taps, he has to play there he has That's to play on the left role. because yeah. he doesn't have the he doesn't have the service. We don't get enough balls in the box for a player of his calibre or where in positions that we need. Like Palmer off the left is not when you want to have Hadji up front because Hadji wants balls in the channels and in behind. But Palmer comes inside. So instantly, you lose that left and they just double up on De Silva technically at that point. So then you've got no outlet on the left. Tats and Milan are being marked on the right. So then it becomes very like claustrophobic, so to speak, in the middle of the pitch. And then people are either just lumping a ball up to him and then when he doesn't control it, oh, Hadji, you're this, do you know what I mean? It's not going mad. But you can instantly see once he moves out to the left, the difference. And I actually, I'm not going to blow my own trumpet here, but I called those changes before and said that's what I wanted him to do. I said, Latty into midfield, Thomas on the right, Hadji out on the left. Sims up front. I said, if we do that, I think we've got a good chance of getting a draw from this game. So we then went on to win it. So, it mate, was... when you see Hadji rock up with his hair and a braid, <laughs> back moves to le- style. Get, exactly, yeah, <laughs> get moves to the left hand side. I mean, with that trim, you knew the game was up for Millwall. At that yeah, point. They, you just they, knew they, they, looked, about to, they looked at him and they thought, oh, oh no. shit, here, here we, we go, go again. Hundred <laughs> percent. No one would be able to cope with that. Yeah, um, the the number nine role. It just seems just really incompetent at the moment. Like we just don't need, we don't need anybody there. It's not if really we had nailed the, honestly, on all season. Has but it, if we yeah, but do 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 we do we play to a number nine strengths? I don't think no. we do. I don't think we have to. 
I think so, well, every team seems to say it about us and on Sky Sports everywhere. We are just in and around the box type of team. We get into good areas, intricate passes, and then we find a way through and we get a shot off. We're not a uh, get it out wide, cross it into your target. We need a false nine. We yeah. need a false nine. And if <laughs> we had the personnel, much. I'd play Palmer there. Yeah. I just don't think we've got enough cover elsewhere on the wings that yeah, we kind of need Palmer to cover that. Yeah, because he's the way so physical, playing, isn't he? I, I would just play him there and just yeah. you get use that link. link Sim, play. And Sims on Wednesday, going back to that game, when he played off the right, I think it was, or the left, I can't remember which one he'd come on, he actually looked good out on the wing when he got yeah, the ball. Yeah, he did course, earlier in the season a little bit as well. All of our strikers, so to speak, they <laughs> go out play and they look... Yeah, they look, don't want to play we got, on them. we got, we got Matty Godden. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That's, that's all we need. <laughs> honestly, I think... Uh, for some reason, I think I keep going back to that false nine position. And honestly, if we just had an extra player, if we had another player at the top right, of the it, pitch it would have been that we could play on the wing. If this Mason Clark would have come in, what difference it would have potentially made to us? Because he is like, obviously, I've only seen clips of him and watched him sort of on like, even like highlights on the EFL highlights for Peterborough. You've seen him and I've heard that he is electric. So it would have been interesting if we'd have had him to come on, say, the left of the of the left-hand side with Hadji down the middle, etc. It would have been interesting to see how much balance to our team having two pacey players with Tats and him would have made the difference that in some games. Like, would we would we shape up differently? Would we have different personnel to what we do and play differently with him? It's, it would be interesting to have seen, but obviously he's next year's news, so to speak, so we can't really dwell on that. But it is... I think I agree with you. We almost do have to play like a false nine. Because I think Godden said, didn't he, earlier on in the season, that him and Ellis, they barely touched the ball. They probably yeah. t- they touched the ball the least in that position out of the whole team. But that's not due to lack of respect from teammates. That's how the manager wants us to play. Almost. They know they're not going to get tons of the ball. It's not it's not what their it's job not is set to up do. To, to yeah, do that. They yeah. are just meant to be there in good positions when it does fall to them and doing nice intricate touches and they're making sure they hold the ball up when it's when, when it's, it's necessary. When it's they don't need to them, be yeah. making loads of runs in behind and trying to work defenders too often. It is just a it is a simple job. But I think the problem is is because they don't affect games that much from what I've watched in terms of it's not their role. Sometimes they can be a bit almost surplus to requirement in the game. They don't have a role so when it does come to them sometimes it's a bit like oh I've actually got the ball now I need to do something with it because they've not had it for 25 minutes before that you know they've not they've not been in and around the game and got that feel for it to actually be able to impact straight and I think Sims is struggling with that this year I think that's another reason why he's not adapted as much to what people thought he was going to like from seeing him elsewhere at Everton and Hearts and Sunderland and all these teams he's been at, he's had a lot more of the ball with the way they play, but he doesn't actually touch the ball that much, which is why when he's out wide going back to it, he looks he better because he ball, gets a lot yeah. more of the ball and yeah. he can run at them. So I do think it's about our personnel and hopefully he will. I do see a player in, in Sim still. I think he will. I, I think he will come good. I know people get really frustrated with him and obviously it's not ideal that he's only scored three goals and they've pretty much or four now, four, and they've right? all pretty much yeah. been tappings bar his two at QPR that were still pretty much. Well, you're talking about right place now. at the right time, and he scored yeah. four tappings. That, that yeah. for me has been at the right place at the right time. Yeah, he's he's just poacher goals. He hasn't really scored a goal where he's created a chance and leathered it into the back of the net, so to speak. So I'm hoping he explodes kind of next season, but I still think he can be effective for us this yeah. year in both boxes. Let me add to that as well, not just offensively, but defensively as well. Let's talk about the the second goal for for America's answer to to Darwin Nunes. Um, he's not getting enough credit for me for this goal. No. I think a, a lot of people are saying I'll oh, keep a mistake and stuff, but but, but like, he catches it's, the keeper off guard. That's what that's I mean. Why. It's a clever finish. Like he he keep expected post- to go across him right, he, and he gives he him said the in eye. His, he said in his post match interview, he said, "When I shape up in that position, most keepers, it's like a cheat code for keepers, line themselves up ready for the across goal." Yeah. He said, "He said I knew he was going to do that, so when I've shaped up, I've hit it early into the corner." He said, "And the reason that he's parried it and saved it that way is because I've caught him off guard." Basically, like if he'd have been a step over, I don't even think the keeper would have made a save onto it. It would have just gone into the net. So it was, it was like you said, he deserves a lot of credit for that because it was a, it was a confident finish. I think Kaji 
no confidence or on a bad run of form, takes two or three touches and maybe does something stupid or puts it wide or doesn't slot it away. Look at the game against West Brom that time when he was in a similar position, just running more straight at goal, but full of confidence. He just smashed it into the back of the net and the goalie obviously gets a hand to it. But like you said, it wasn't just down to old bad positioning. It was down to, I just think he catches him off guard basically from, from hitting it at his near post. Double figures now as well for Hadji. Yeah. That's, and um, he's, what, is it six assists he's five got assists, now? Five assists, ten, five. ten goals, five assists, yeah. So he's Another assist 15, for today. Obviously. I think Sky Sports said earlier on, he's got eight goals in 14 starts for us now as well. Yeah, good good numbers for the first season in a cannot, very, very cannot, tough, tough league. And of cannot, course, it's and, propelled us back into the playoff picture as well. And he's um, still got many more games to score many more goals in as well. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Um, I think we deserved it on the balance of play. If you look at sort of the, the opportunities we we amassed, I think it would have been difficult to to say that we didn't deserve to to get. Three it was clear to today. see who the better team was, so to speak, in yeah. the game, wasn't it? You could see that we had the most quality on the pitch in regards to how we play, the positions we found ourselves in, what we were doing with the ball how we were looking to move with the ball. Everything about our game was just a different quality to them. But it was always the worry of if they got in front, could they just sit in and get that horrible one niller against you on a Sunday afternoon? But once that penalty did hit the net, I just had this feeling that we were going to go and get another goal. Part of, I think, of a few fans probably thought, hmm, are we going to go back into our shell a bit? But we not, we don't really normally do that once we score. So it and we wasn't really me threatened, we were we? Once yeah. we, you know, towards the end of the game, I, I didn't feel like they made subs as well. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't feel like we were, you know, under threat to to lose yeah, that I to agree. lose that today in the end. But um, yeah, you know, decent result and back in sixth place. As I say, who would you say um, was your man of the match? Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> Do you know what I didn't like? Right, right, when we right. were singing that before the penalty got taken, I was oh, like, no, I oh, everyone's God. jinxing him here. Yeah, that he's, is a jinx. He's, yeah. he's doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Everyone's singing his <laughs> name. He's going to blast it into Rose. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no fans up there, that, that part of, of the stadium, it would have took yeah, years to get the ball back. Yeah, you would just seen the ball, ball <laughs> took years for Stewart to get the ball back, but yeah, definitely, I, I, yeah, I agree, right? Yeah. And I think that's a barely had a good game as well. So um... he was, yeah, he was very good, especially when he went into midfield, mate, as well. Quality hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Right then, it's time for Coventry Coventry, Ross. <clears throat> what do you want to start with, the ins or the outs this week? Let's go with the ins. Okay, <laughs> let's go with your in to begin with. What's your in? Oh... It's a difficult one, mate. I mean, I'll give you a couple of days to think about it. And you haven't got anything. <laughs> sure, you've got I, something. I, I struggle with this stuff, D, now. I struggle okay, with right. It. Let me give you mine, and then maybe that'll give you some inspiration. Yeah, give, so give my, me something you My got. in is Mario Kart. I'm all in on the Mario Kart situation with the club. They've, I I like by, it, but I see what's happening. Go on, go on. I like it, but can they? How long can they keep that going for? That's my issue. If that makes sense, like it's going to run out of momentum at some. I thought point, you were going to say it? it's going to run out of fuel there, and I was like, no way has he come <laughs> no, up with a car no, joke. No, no, no. <laughs> He's not that clever, surely. Oh, that's tickled me. That has. But no, for me, like just seeing the ball, I've, I've I've started playing again. I've started playing again, and I'm I'm calling the four of them out. I'm calling them all out. You Get want me? Them. Dino oh, wants to smoke. One hundred percent. Let's see who's got the big bollocks. 
to Dino take on want, to take Dino on Dino. Dino. We're going to see you at Brighton soon on Unseen Bits, aren't we? And you're going to yeah, be sat there just, like <laughs> what hiding in the bushes with my Nintendo Switch. We'll see just you doing the uh, we'll see you doing the celebration where they lick the lips soon. We're actually going <laughs> like that once you were getting in with all. Oh, the, how uh, cringe was that little handshake before the game between O'Hare and Milan? It's so <laughs> it's like O'Hare fixes some kind of road man. Like he's from Solly Hall. Like, come on, lad. You know? Oh, it's it makes me laugh. I do. Find, I think it's good. It shows they've got some form of chemistry. Uh, yeah, I do it? like the chemistry, and I do like the like the, the characters. The characters are great, aren't they? You can see the chemistry's building in the team. So maybe that could be you in. I don't know. Have you got one? Yeah, we'll go, we'll go with Mario Kart. Well, it is it. it I you can't have like... the same as mine. And in and in for me. To, we just to be fair, we just spoke about them. I I am a big fan. I am a big fan of the handshakes, so I do. Okay. I, I do like those. You go for like team chemistry, team bonding yeah, team team bonding. I, I I know obviously like you said, some people see it as our, it's being a bit cringe and stuff. But I think it's you've got to think where we've come from as a football club in terms of at the start of the season where they didn't even look like they knew each other half the time. We've gone from that to now. These all these sort of handshakes, scoring goals, doing things. I mean, they do about three different celebrations in one thing. Now they do the teardrop <laughs> one for O'Hare. They do Hadji's little one for that. Then they do the little Sue thing that they do. It's like that. They all of them do every single. I'm not sure Milan got their memo for the uh, for the for the Hadji celebration today. It was um, he was four fingers away from a whole I, load of yeah. Trouble. He was he got himself. I know the club deleted it. it. But he'd have been, he'd, he'd have got himself into a little bit of trouble there if he'd have, uh, <laughs> if he'd have done four fingers, mate. But thank the, thank the Lord that it was just the, the it was just the one. <laughs> his fingers were, his other hand was in the wrong place. And let's just say he was going back to the 1940s with some kind of celebration there. But um, do you want to go for your out? Do you want to, do you want to do your out? Or do you want me to give you mine and then you can go from there? Yeah, we'll go with yours and I'll go with mine. So I'm interested to see what you've got to what you've got to throw with this. Right, my out is just incompetence from the FA. Right, so there's a couple see, of couple see of now I know there's... now now I know why you wanted to why you wanted me to save what I wanted to say earlier on. But right, so we'll talk about the Jay Allen thing in a second. But the first thing I'm going to go back to Tuesday night. Right, so just the inability not to be able to stream that game. Like, yeah, it's 2024. Every single match on a Saturday in the EFL is streamed. I agree with I that. I know because I've worked on it. I've directed games in the EFL. Yeah. I've produced games in the EFL. Every single game yeah, that is, poor. is available, right? This competition, the FA Cup, as we're led to believe, is absolutely on its arse, right? Yeah. And I suppose we can see that by them being how to ransom and move in a game the next round into, into midweek. So... It's the archaic broadcast agreements that, you know, these have a huge part to play in it. You know, to not be able to watch a replay at this stage of the competition on a stream, it's just a joke, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't care if people illegally stream it or whatever, just the ability to be able to stream it. I'd have paid a tenner to yeah. watch it. I, 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 agree. I, I do agree with you on that one because, like you said, it's 2024. There's dodgy streams galore everywhere for pretty much every game. So how on earth we can't even get a normal stream for an FA Cup replay? And it's not like you even play, say if we were playing Maidstone, for example, in this game, bit understandable in terms of obviously they are a, a non-league team, but it's two championship teams playing against each other. Like yeah. there's going to be people who want to watch that game of football. Do you the know infrastructure I mean? is literally there, built yeah. into the stadium to be able to. You know, yeah, get a couple it of is, cables and put it out to, to yeah, feed. It is pathetic. I agree. That's, pathetic. that's a good. That's a good out. That is. A, that's a good out. My out that I'm going to go for is forcing rivalries with clubs for no unnecessary. <laughs> Hold reason. on a second. I had a second part to mind, but go on. Then. I, about, had, about, I just about to say about the Jamie Allen situation. Go right? on. Yeah, right. talk so, about to that. not be able to deal with that, right? Because of the laws of the game. Again, it just screams ineptitude, like to the people running the game in the country. There has yeah. to be some kind of leeway in place that you had to have the ability to deal with those situations. So, okay, they're one-off occasions maybe, but they're worthy of, of looking back at it. And just because the referee is apparently, inverted commas, click, click, <laughs> dealt with the situation with a talking to and given a free kick, that, that should mean nothing in, and, in, in, this, in this regard. I'd, wanna, I'd, love to, I'd love to have seen that in a roles reverse situation. So let's say Kitchen does that to 
uh, Barry Bannon in a league game, for example. I guarantee you that Liam Kitchen gets banned for at least three games on the on the look back of it, and they review well, Matty it. Matty Godden got three game banned for yeah, di- for, for diving, diving, and the referee gave a penalty. And uh, yeah, with the and situation, the al- and the game had already gone. And the best so, is that that bloke played on Friday for Sheffield Wednesday, two oh, nil win, and they were been treated his name. like a saint. Yeah, yeah they were singing ridiculous. And I just thought this bloke's just gonna literally injure one of our players for no apparent reason, and yet he's just able to swan around freely and and almost like and that's a get tough operation to deal with as well. Like yeah. that's like you're gonna have to eat out, eat soup basically for two weeks. Yeah, big time. Like Robin said, like he didn't, he tried to downplay it, but then actually said no. It, it's a horrific injury. Yeah, it's like, tough. Yeah, it it hurts. Like you can't do anything with your mouth. So he's 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 injured a player's career for six weeks maybe maybe we need it. you to to have that injury so you don't have to talk yeah, that, maybe, <laughs> maybe you put, Sky... what, what we'll do is we'll get ross cooper to put on sky blues fan yeah. talk tv that i've i've actually got that injury as well so now i'm injured from talking on the pod for six weeks and, <laughs> the, and, the, view, and the views might go up and the ratings on there for us <laughs> right go on to your out um my out forcing is... rivalries yeah go on forcing rivalries mate because look we all love the Twitter banter. We all love that kind of stuff. But you go on Twitter now and it just gets so boring. Like You'll just see people like some, someone actually tweeted yesterday. I can't remember who it was. Like, can't wait to give Millwall like, their annual thrashing and stuff. And it's just like... Yeah, that's just bonkers. You just, just, look think, at, like, just look at Yeah, the they beat us the all results. the time. What like, are you they talking beat about? Us, yeah, they're a bogey team for us. You know what I mean? Before this season, we always lose to them. <laughs> I remember being 2-0 up there, stood there in the den last year in August. And then Simon Moore come out and tried to catch the ball fluffed it and ended up losing 3-2 there. They're a proper bogey team for us. We only beat them sort of this year twice and done the double over them. So just tweets like this and doing all this kind of stuff, mate. Just Sometimes I just think like I'm all for having banter and stuff. And, you know, once the game's done and you've having the banter and stuff, but before it and just commenting stupid stuff into each other's posts. Just makes and, us look like a bunch of yeah, twats. It, it, when, okay, when yeah, people, some of us are, but, you know, it's you, like... Every fan base does, but it... it Sometimes it is hard to agree. It is hard to not agree. Sorry, with other, with fan other bases fans when yeah. they tweet saying Cov fans are full of whoppers because we do have some absolute whoppers in our fan base. Like the stuff that they just put on there, I just think like surely you've got to have read what you've put before actually tweeting it. I don't or... think they do. They I'm, don't. I'm, they they get the really brain cells are lacking. Moment, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like they get so excited about it that they're like, oh can't wait to tweet this and then i put the obviously everyone takes the piss out of us for our our hashtag pusb don't they that always gets taken the mic up what why do they put that what's the reason behind that and all that stuff so whenever we put something because we always put that it's always it's always another thing for people to latch on but that's my uh cov out so to speak mate because i just it just annoys me it's just a bit of a if like if you were seeing a girl and she knew that you tweeted like to try and wind up with the fans all the time. That would give her the ick. Oh she's yeah, getting, she's if getting she, the ick. To us, yeah. If she looked at your Twitter uh, account, that would give her yeah. the ick. She, my Twitter, my Twitter account is bad enough as it is anyway. That is <laughs> ick, that's ick central. That's a non-sexy Twitter account, mate. From David Wagner. David Wagner would look at that and go. Well, he's obviously nah, saw Ross, your Twitter account sexy. and then made the comments after that, hasn't he? That's why. Yeah, he's 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 looked at me and he's thought, who's this pallet of a cough fan that tweets all the time? I'm gonna I'm gonna ref, I'm gonna refer to him in my uh, my pre and post patch comments. <laughs> Um, right, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that, I mate, think, as well. Think, yeah, nice to get stuff off our chest. Um, yeah, whenever I come on, we seem to win at the minute as well. It's always quite good. I know one of the last ones I did, I think it was Leicester, I, can't, I think. It might have been after the Leicester game, I'm sure. And we, we won that. And then before me and Matt went through that sort of good patch over the Christmas period where we were going on and winning. So, Well, hopefully the patch continues here at, on Pl- at Plymouth on, on a, a Wednesday. City making, yeah. the, the, obviously, the long journey down to the south coast. on Fair on play Valentine- to the ones that are oh, for that. 100%. Exactly. Valentine's Day as well. So, you know, yeah, some, it's some sold fans out, have been given it. Yeah, fa- yeah, sold out, yeah. Shout some, out to the Sky Blue Army for that, mate. Because that is that on a Wednesday evening, Valentine's Day. Some fans like, have got a hall pass there, haven't they? Oh, mate, because yeah, that's that's the one game we played Millwall last Valentine's Day. I remember Jokeres scored, and I remember there was barely anyone up there. And you know, when you look around <laughs> and you think, yeah, you, everyone's even, at Miller and Carter instead. Yeah, <laughs> even, even, I took a vote in one of the group chats that I did, and some lad said, "Look at you at the Cov game, you virgin," while everyone else is out with their missus. <laughs> and I just thought that is that day, ain't it? Like. You 
Regardless, oh. unless your missus goes to the football or you've got a good missus and a free pass, it is yeah. the one day that's hard, really, to get out of going and watching the football. So shout out to the Cov fans that are going down there because that is class support. Yeah, 100%. Um, hoping to keep our, obviously, love affair with the playoffs alive. You like that one? I love that one for you. Yeah. That's quite good, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't don't tweet it though, mate. You no, definitely get yeah, some icks no. going on. Yeah, no, no chance. Nobody <laughs> reads my tweets anyway. Don't worry about it. Um, what's the, what's your thoughts ahead of this one? I I see this as a actually a really tough game going yeah. down there. I I I see it as a very very tough game, mate. I'll be honest because I actually said that they would do they would do well this season. Not to the point of they're going to be a real like, Ipswich type team. But I knew they'd be in and around sort of 15th, 16th. And they'd stay. I think a lot of people said, oh, they'll go down. And they signed um, Bally Mumba again. They got Morgan Whitaker permanently. I know obviously who we were linked with heavily at one point as well. He, look at him, mate. Imagine if we had him in our team at this stage yeah. of the season. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And we would have got hold of him. him big time. He was one that Robbins probably looks at and thinks, oh, I wish we had him in our team. But yeah. he's always a threat. When we played them at home, they were actually half decent in spells they were they were, they were yeah. decent yeah and obviously they were that was under Schumacher though so that was under their old manager but their new manager they've got now is is good obviously they've lost they've lost uh, players like Kundal and Finn Azaz who have moved on to Stoke with Schumacher and obviously Azaz has gone to Middlesbrough I think permanently didn't he so but they've also brought some young good players in alongside them so it's, it's going to be a tough game mate where they play it's a very like enclosed hostile Ground and they they blew Norwich away six didn't they? They got Norwich put past them there earlier on in the season. I think it yeah. was at Plymouth. They've had some good results there this season, so we can't take that game lightly, mate. I said to my dad earlier on, the next two games, it has to be four points at a minimum. I would say for it to for us to look at it and go, good good week. If we don't get four points, I think we'll look and go. We've missed we've missed out there going into those sort of next those next two games. Obviously Stoke as well, but the the Plymouth one is going to be a tricky game, mate. I mean they've got three home games coming up in a row, and their home form's pretty decent. They only lost yeah that, three times at home this season. They're going to be gonna... looking at that and thinking well, we be, really they... need to turn it up exactly. And they've got Coventry, Leeds, and West Brom all in a row, all three home games, um, three of those games in in six days. So really, they'll probably look at the state of play in the championship and think Coventry is the one where we've, we've got to try and take something out of and, you know, we've got to be, we've got to be wary of that. Yeah. Well, they, they, we only beat them one nil last time. And realistically, they will argue that the ball was out of play and stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah. I remember in that game. So they, Listen, would it wasn't say, a great game that game. We yeah, didn't play we, particularly well. And we, yeah. you know, maybe we got away with one on, on that occasion, but our luck up until that point was, was pretty down in the dump. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, it, we got a, we got an, it was a nice goal. But we probably got a bit of luck in terms of it could have been how it could have been in whatever. But they will look at it and go, if we take it to them, and they'll look at that game today, and their manager will say, if Millwall took their chances and put their foot on the foot a bit more, they could have been two or three nil up and put Coventry out of sight. And that's yeah. what they will look to do against us. A bit get of a positive, one of those yeah. early goals when we start slow. Hopefully we don't. But if we do start slow, they will look at it and go. We take and we try and get two or three, and the, the game could be done and dusted before before you know it, and giving ourselves a massive hill to climb. I hope that's not the case, and I hope we start, especially with a good sellout crowd going on a Wednesday night. You'd hope they'd have enough in them, especially the position we're in, to be jeered up for that one and and real give it a go from minute one. But it's going to be a it is going to be a hard game, mate. If we got a point, I wouldn't moan at getting no i wouldn't mind that and the weather looks pretty rough as well so, yeah so it's gonna uh, be a, oh, yeah it's, it's, it's gonna be a tough occasion i think it's one it's, where we sort of really got to sort of batten down the hatches and just see what we can get away we want to get really. in and out there as quickly yeah, as we 100%. can basically get in there get your three points or a point at a minimum and get out of there out. And, and move yeah. on 100 percent. um four games in 12 days for the sky blues you've got to expect some changes going into this one. I'm um, hoping the back two comes back in for that Wednesday. Game I, I can't see Thomas. anything different than reverting back to the your standard back four, Van Evac, Thomas, Kitchen, Bidwell, especially yeah. away from home. I yeah. can't see any any dif any difference. I agree. That. I would probably see Eccles and Torp again in there, midfield. 
maybe Latte if he wants to go a bit more, a bit defensively, more defensively. Yeah. But I think he'll probably go Eccles and talk because he'll want to get his foot on the ball. Because ultimately, we are better than them. They're not. It's not like we're going to Leeds away, for example, like we did earlier on in the season, where he put Latte in there for reassurance. It's we know that we can take the game to them if we start to turn up. So I wouldn't be surprised that back four, uh, Eccles, Torp. I'm hoping Sims, Hadji, Sakamoto. And I think Sakamoto might be taken out. Yeah, maybe just play because Palmer he's, off the he's right. just been lacking a little bit recently. I, I noticed this with him, and I I think either he's maybe potentially carrying an injury that we don't know about, or he's just very, very fatigued. It's yeah. one of the two because he does not look Same. doesn't look like he doesn't look like he wants the ball out no, wide, if that makes sense. Which is yeah. not like him. It's not Normally, getting into those positions where he was like, Give me the ball, give me the ball. The constantly, overlap. yeah, constantly giving in it position. to him all the time. Yeah. He, and he keeps drifting inside a lot, I've noticed, which is yeah. taking him like out of the game, if that makes sense. There's definitely some form of fatigue or maybe a little knock that we don't know about that's being kept sort of under the under the hidden, so to speak, so it doesn't get blown out of proportion. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes Tats out, maybe brings him on later on in the game, puts Palmer on the right, Hadji on the left, Sims, then O'Hare in the yeah. in the 10 potentially. He could even go though. Sims on the right and Godwin up the top. You know, yeah. you just don't, actually don't know what the hell you, Mark Robbins is going to do, do you? He, I mean, yeah, he always throws today, surprises, we, mate, doesn't he? He always, yeah. he, he, whatever he does, mate, he'll still piss someone off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> someone will still be annoyed with the lineup and tweet that they're, they're not happy with it. And as long as we get a result, I'm happy there. So that's yeah. three or a point. I'll take either of them. So you're going to give us a prediction? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think we're going to wow. win 3-2. Okay. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I think it's going to be a very lovey-dovey goal-fest game, Dean. There's my cringeworthy line of this. I actually this didn't know part. you had that in you. So <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-1. Yeah, it's... Just, yeah, I think... Nice like and say, simple. 100%. If we get out there at a point... I'll, For some reason, I just happy. think because they score a load of goals, I just see there being a lot of goals in the game. I could yeah, be totally wrong. I can see that. I, can I just see think it. Valentine's Day, midweek, under the lights, could just be one of them games where there's a lot of goals in it and hopefully we're the ones that, that come out on top of it and get a get a win. Fingers crossed. Ross, thanks for your time. And you, mate. evening. Really enjoyed the chat. Sky Brahmi, safe travels to Plymouth on Wednesday evening. A big thank you to listening so the Skyboos Extra podcast, once again, don't forget to keep an eye on all our socials. Just search at Skyboos Extra. Big thanks to our sponsors at the Skyboot Tavern. Also, we'll be back with a preview to the fixture on Saturday. But until then, play up Sky Blues. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans